The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Learn more at usbank.com newsroom. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, March 20th. In today's news, a new undercover video means more trouble for Cambridge Analytica. The Supreme Court just increased the odds of Democrats winning the House. And Trump is hitting China with $60 billion in tariffs. But first, the big idea. President Trump is becoming more confrontational with special counsel Bob Mueller by the day. The president shook up his legal team on Monday by hiring a combative former prosecutor who has publicly argued that Trump is the target of an elaborate FBI conspiracy, Joe DiGenova a TV pundit and former U.S. attorney who was long an antagonist of Bill Clinton, is the latest addition to the sprawling array of lawyers assembled to represent Trump. But here's what's wild. The hiring caught many of his top advisors by surprise, prompting fears that Trump is preparing for bigger changes to his legal team, including possible departures. Trump is not consulting with his top advisors, including Chief of Staff John Kelly and White House Counsel Don McGahn, on his Russia legal choices or his comments about the probe. Instead, he's watching television and calling friends. The president continues to complain that his lawyers are not protecting him and that Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who is supervising the Mueller probe, is up to mischief. The half dozen key lawyers tasked with defending Trump are increasingly operating with conflicting information, feuding internally, and pursuing strategies that many legal analysts and friends of the president view as dubious, if not downright dangerous. The attorneys also often find themselves in conflict, both among their team and with the president, according to my colleagues Ashley Parker, Josh Dossie, Carol Lennig, and Bob Costa. Emmett Flood, a white-collar defense lawyer who was interviewed by Trump a few weeks ago, continues to be eyed as a possible deputy to McGahn. Ty Cobb, another lawyer, has largely counseled caution and cooperation, but John Dowd has more frequently urged the opposite. The hiring of DeGeneva on Monday infuriated Dowd, who responded angrily to the development. Dowd views DeGeneva as pushing him to be the second chair rather than the top dog on Trump's legal team. Dowd, however, has lost the confidence of many in the president's orbit, both inside and outside the White House. McGahn and Cobb have also had their own share of tension. While Cobb has urged the president to cooperate with Mueller and hand over documents, McGahn has pushed for a more aggressive approach. He says the legal team should make the special counsel subpoena every single document, explain every interview, and fight for every piece of information. But McGahn and Trump have also clashed repeatedly. And one former administration official said the president mused in his presence at least three times that perhaps he should hire a new White House counsel. Some of Trump's closest friends, including former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie of Bridgegate fame, have told the president that he needs a legal heavyweight on his personal team or someone with a record of defending clients who are in hot water with the Justice Department. Trying to curtail the scope of a presidential interview, Trump's attorneys have decided to provide the special counsel's office with written descriptions that chronicle key moments under investigation. Trump's legal team recently shared the document in an effort to limit any session between the president and Mueller to a few select topics. The lawyers are worried that Trump, who has a penchant for making erroneous claims, would be vulnerable in an hours-long interview. But Trump has told aides that he's chomping at the bit to sit for an interview. His lawyers, who are carefully negotiating the terms, recognize the extraordinarily high stakes. 
And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the chief executive of Cambridge Analytica, a data analysis firm that received six million bucks from the Trump campaign in 2016, was caught on a hidden camera talking about using unethical methods, including prostitutes, to swing elections around the world. That footage was broadcast by Great Britain's Channel 4. In the footage, Alexander Nix appears to suggest that the company could, quote, send some girls around to the candidate's house. He even says that he prefers Ukrainian women. He also seems to float the idea that the firm could entrap candidates by offering them bribes. The broadcast included no evidence that such methods were used on the Trump campaign, and Nick said that it was taken out of context. Facebook is also under fire for the lax practices that allowed Cambridge Analytica to obtain and use personal information on more than 50 million users that it should not have been able to access. The social media network's security chief, Alex Stamos, has decided that he needs to leave the company. His decision follows internal chaos at Facebook over how the platform should deal with its role in stemming the spread of disinformation. Stamos advocated internally for investigating and disclosing malicious Russian activity on Facebook. But that came to the consternation of other top executives, especially Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg of Lean In fame. Stamos's day-to-day responsibilities were reassigned to others in December, but he was persuaded to stay at the company through the summer because executives thought his departure would look bad. Now, a growing bipartisan group of lawmakers is clamoring to haul top Facebook executives before Congress to talk about the Russian information warfare campaign. They want CEO and founder Mark Zuckerberg to be in the hot seat. Amid the scandals, Facebook shares closed down 7% yesterday. Number two, the Supreme Court denied a request by Pennsylvania Republicans to stop new congressional maps from going into effect before this year's midterms. That decision means the 2018 elections will be held under a map that is much more favorable to Democrats. The new map was drawn by a nonpartisan expert, and Democrats will likely gain at least three House seats as a result, probably more because of the favorable political environment. The previous map, which Republicans had drawn in 2010, had resulted in the GOP consistently winning 13 of the state's 18 congressional districts. Number three. Trump is slated to hit China with $60 billion in annual tariffs. He's following through on a longtime threat that he claims will, quote, punish the country for the theft of our intellectual property. Senior aides originally called for Trump to put a $30 billion tariff package in place, but then Trump told them to double it. The new package could be applied to more than 100 Chinese products, which Trump argues were developed by using trade secrets that they stole or forced U.S. companies to hand over in exchange for access to its huge market. Trump could still back down from this threat, as he's known to do. And that's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, March 20th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.